Hey there, welcome to The Career Prescription. I'm your host, Marjorie Stiegler. This podcast is all about the important stuff they don't teach you in medical school, about how to treat your career like the business it really is, and how to be strategic about your success. I'll show you how to use modern strategies to get ahead, create your own path, and do more of what you love. Every episode is inspired by questions from listeners just like you, so be sure to subscribe and of course send me those questions so I can use them on a future episode. So you don't miss anything, be sure to always check the show notes on my website. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey there, welcome back. We're going to talk today about how to start a podcast and about why doctors should. You probably know there's a steep increase in the number of podcasts coming out these days, but even so, even with this huge sort of podcast explosion that's going on, those numbers are very tiny compared with the number of personal websites, blogs, and YouTube channels that exist. So if you have thought about starting a podcast, but you haven't because the process feels either too mysterious or too technical, I am going to hopefully get you over that today. If you understand all the benefits that are possible when you do have a podcast and you want to learn more about how to start a podcast, I'm promising you it's actually very, very easy to do. So I'm going to tell you how to start a podcast in about 15 minutes right now. And there's absolutely no reason to be intimidated. Now, as with all of my episodes, it comes from a listener question, and this week's episode comes from an attendee at my recent webinar called Pivot, which was inspired by COVID and, and everything that's going on right now. It was really all about leadership, career advancement, side gigs, and some transitions to non-clinical careers. Uh, I'll put in the show notes a link for anyone who wants to catch that recording on demand. Uh, but as I mentioned, um, it, was, it was a webinar, and it was in an Ask Me Anything format. Uh, one of the webinar attendees asked, when and why did you decide to start a podcast? And do you manage all the tech yourself seems so daunting. So I've got a short answer and a more complete answer for you today. Um, the short answer to when and why I started a podcast, I decided around Thanksgiving of 2019. And I launched my first episode the following month in early December. Um, and yes, I do manage all the tech. It's really not very daunting. Um, I am not one who does a lot of outsourcing. And uh, so I do have some assistants that help me um, with some of the things around my courses, the podcast, the website, but for the most part, um, I do manage all the tech and uh, it's incredibly easy. And then why I did it is because people asked me to. So that's the short answer, but I know you want more details and you want to know the meat of this podcast, which is how to launch your own podcast. So that's what's coming up. But before I get into that, I want to give a shout out to a listener who left me a review on Apple, which I appreciate so, so much on Apple Podcasts. Um, that her name is NY Ship, and she wrote, Fantastic content. Dr. Stiegler has a proven track record helping physicians further their careers. I've taken her online and in-person courses and could not be happier. For that reason, I eagerly await each upcoming podcast episode. She has a unique gift of being able to easily communicate her knowledge in a pleasant-to-digest fashion. Highly recommended. Thank you. Thank you. A million thank yous for that. Uh, I appreciate that so much. Just getting that kind of feedback is so rewarding, and it's absolutely why I do what I do. And as a pretty new podcast, I don't have very many reviews out there yet. So um, I am giving a shout out to this listener, a little special love for you and my ship. I appreciate it. And uh, everyone who is listening, I'm asking you to please leave me a review so that I can continue to improve my show and so that I may be able to give you a special thanks uh, on a future episode. Okay, back to the longer answer of a how and why to do a, a podcast. So 
As many of you know, I've been very active online for a long time, for over 10 years now. And in the beginning, I used to focus on my written blog. And around 2015 or 2016 or so, I started doing a lot more live video into my Facebook groups and on my Facebook page. Um, If you are a, a female physician, you can come join my private Facebook group, which is the Women Physicians Professional Mastermind. Um, it is limited only to women and only to physicians, and that's the main group that I have going on right now. Um, but certainly you can come to my Facebook page, uh, which is DRM Stiegler. I hope to see you there. In any case, I was doing a lot more live videos uh, in my Facebook group. Why did I switch to video from the written blog? I realized I could deliver more content in a much more engaging way, and frankly, with less effort. So many of you can relate that if you know a subject well and you're comfortable in the format, you can just start talking with a topic idea and maybe a rough outline, you know, post-it note or something. So it was much more efficient and much more fun for me to do live video, uh, which then I posted back to my blog pages with a short little blurb about what we're covering in the video. But basically I had transitioned away from written blog posts and into these video posts. However, there's um, a lot of things lacking in terms of search engine optimization for those videos and the ability for people to find the videos unless they were already following me. And that's especially true when I did them you know, privately into a group and uh, if I did not have them transcribed or, or have subtitles um, or if I didn't write a longer blurb to put in my actual blog, you know, the current state of search engine optimization is that generally speaking, Google didn't know what the content of the video and wasn't going to be helping people to find it. And then I had sort of an aha moment because I realized from talking to my audience, from input from my audience, that a lot of people were just listening to my videos as if they were a podcast. That is, there was really nothing to see except for my face looking at the camera, but otherwise it was basically a podcast with a rare exception here or there of me doing, say, a demo of a software product that I liked. So then it hit me, that's even better. If my audience wants to mostly listen on the go uh, and they don't need to see me and I can get the same valuable information conveyed through a podcast uh, and I could do that without the extra logistics of needing to be on camera, which, you know, requires a decent background, decent lighting, uh, decent, you know, overall appearance, right, which is not always the case for my house or for myself, um, I could just transition to do an actual podcast and post the audio and the transcription on my website in place of blog posts. So this was basically all an evolution of my blog, and this was even more efficient. So I do include, as you see on my website, uh, an auto-generated transcription And it's not perfect, but we do polish it up a little bit. We add some links and some structure and so forth that works for the show notes. And it works for search engine optimization because it really captures sort of the totality of the podcast. Uh, And and if people don't want to listen for some reason and they want to just scroll and browse and they don't mind it being slightly um, incomplete or, or reading the way that I speak, which is not, you know, perfect written grammar all the time, then there it is right on the website. So that's why I switched. Um, and I guess that's why I switched to the podcast format. Um, but even if you don't have a blog or you haven't done anything right now, the question for you is why should you start a podcast? So if you're a physician or really if you're anybody who wants to grow your influence over your own digital presence, or you want to establish thought leadership, reach a bigger audience, grow your practice, your side gig, or otherwise just increase brand awareness about yourself professionally. The podcast is a great way to go. The barrier to entry is so low, despite what you may have heard. And because there are far fewer podcasts as compared to blogs and YouTube channels, there's really a much better window of opportunity to get on the radar with 
with listeners, uh, you know, as compared to say readers who are just not really going to be finding your, uh, your blog, but they will find your podcast more easily. And that's just a numbers game. Uh, plus you can publish your podcast to major directories like Apple, Google, and Spotify and other ones. So you can be found even more easily for blogs. There really doesn't exist exactly that same kind of channel where people are scrolling through looking for um, blogs and categories the way they might be scrolling through uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify looking for podcasts in the categories of interest. So this all means you can grow your audience much more quickly. So the next question is how to start a podcast. And that's what I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you exactly how I do it and how I manage my tech. Uh, but I do want to give a disclaimer that you can do it in uh, a much more um, sophisticated way. You can get way more fancy than this. And perhaps someday you'll want to, and maybe someday I'll want to, but I'm a big believer uh, in the philosophy that it's better to get started than it is to be perfect. And, you know, if you're using this as a tool to grow your business or to grow your practice, it's always better to validate uh, your methods by getting actual paying customers or clients or patients before you invest in an upgrade. So this is true for your website. It's true for online courses. It's true for anything in business. And it's true for your podcast. There's no reason to sink a bunch of money uh, or even a bunch of time and effort into something until you've sort of demonstrated that it is going to be a useful tool for you. So obviously, once you get started, you may want to eventually scale and refine. And when you do that, please consider joining me in the branding prescription. This is the online course. It'll get you all sorted out so you know what to say, what to focus on, uh, how to say it, how to match up perfectly with that ideal customer if you're entrepreneurial oriented or even your ideal future boss if you are happy as an employee but just maybe looking for a different fit. Uh, but for now, anyway, if you're thinking of launching a podcast, I say go for it. Okay, so how exactly? Here's what I did. There's basically five steps. Uh, I set up an account with a platform called Buzzsprout. And I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes. I, I recommend that. Um, if you click through my link, it is an affiliate link and you'll get a slight discount and I will get some amount of commission. But anyway, Buzzsprout is what I use and that's why I recommend it. I like it. This is the podcast host. So that means all the audio recordings live there, even though they can be published out to all the directories I just mentioned, Apple, Google, Spotify, it's actually really great because you only need to upload once to Buzzsprout and it goes to all of those places with a single click. And if you have to edit or update it later, that also gets pushed out automatically to all the players. So there's just a one-time process to get listed in Apple, Spotify, Google podcast directories. Um, and Bud Buzzsprout walks you through this really, really simply, but you could use any uh, podcast host service. It's just, that's what I use and recommend. So you need a host. That's the first thing that you need. Um, and then there's just uh, four other things that you need in, in order to launch. And again, these do not have to be fancy. You need a show title and it just does not need to be fancy. It could be your name. So you just pick a name, any name. This could have just as easily been the Marjorie Stiegler show or the Dr. Stiegler show or you know the podcast with Dr. Stiegler or whatever. I already have a series with the social prescription, the speaking prescription, the branding prescription. So it made sense to do the career prescription, but you just pick any name and you can change it later. It does not need to be uh, permanent and it does not need to be fancy. 
then the next thing you need is a description. So you don't need a fancy description either. So this helps. And eventually you're going to want to have, you know, specific language in your description that's going to really resonate with your customers. Once you know your ideal listener and you know the topics that they're interested in and you want to be able to be found by the search engine. So you may want to tune this up later, but for the moment, it does not need to be fancy. And then the next thing that you need is some cover art. So this is one square. I mean, it's it's no it's as easy as making an Instagram post. You could do this uh, in in with a template in Canva in about three minutes. Uh, you could hire a freelancer or graphic designer, make you a fun logo, but you do not need that now. All you need is just an image. It does need to meet some specifications, you know, in terms of pixels and so forth. But you just need an image. So you've got a host. You've got a title. You've got a description and you've got some cover art and none of it needs to be fancy at this point. You do have to do a cover, like a few little things, like select a few categories uh, for your podcast. You have to indicate whether you have explicit content or not, but these are tiny details that require really zero prep and that you can change at any time. So those are four out of the five things. And then the fifth thing that you need is just some way to record an audio file. Now you can go fancy with a professional microphone and you can get somebody to make you a professional intro and outro. You could get music. You could even get like a voiceover narration of someone to introduce you in your show, but you do not need that to launch your podcast. It's probably a pretty good idea to spend some time thinking about your goals with the podcast and your intended audience so that you can choose topics and maybe make an outline. And you can maybe even do a full script or you can book guests, but again, you don't need to do that to launch your podcast. All you need is a way to record audio and it's perfectly fine. At least this is my format. It's just me and doesn't mean I wouldn't have guests in the future. Uh, and it doesn't mean I wouldn't maybe scripted in the future, but basically I just pick a concept, have a rough outline, do my best to not stumble all over the place. And you have a way to record audio. Now you can do this on your laptop or computer at home with GarageBand or Audacity. Uh, I like GarageBand. Um, but you could even use your phone. I mean, you could use the voice memo function on your phone. Just make sure you don't have a lot of background noise, you know, because it is audio only. Nobody wants to listen to a podcast that sounds like, like a bad phone call where you have a bad connection or where there's like a lot of wind or, you know, you're calling someone there like in a convertible with the top down and people don't want to hear bad audio, but you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be professional level audio either. So you don't need fancy acoustic panels or a studio or a super expensive mic or an expensive mixer or sound tech. Uh, I mean, you can, but you don't have to, and you certainly don't have to in order to launch. So I want to really make sure that that's clear. And then, you know, after you record an episode, you just upload it into Buzzsprout, give it a title, you give it a short description and you publish. So that's it. Those are basically the five steps. Now, if you want, you can use their there's a transcription service that's inside of Buzzsprout. So if you want to generate that transcript, which again, won't be perfect, but it is a start, you could use it to start to populate your blog or your show notes. You can do that. But I hesitate to even call it a sixth step because they do it automatically. Um, I guess the polishing up of it for you to put it on your blog might be a sixth step. If, But again, it's optional, right? You don't need that to launch. But some of you are listening and you're saying, wait, 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 what about editing? I do know people who spend a lot of time editing or they outsource their editing. Um, I know someone who has a great podcast who has told me he spends roughly 12 hours either prepping, editing, and sort of post-production on his podcast for every one hour of content that he puts out. 
But I think that varies widely. I mean, a lot of people do that. I really don't do much editing at all. And sometimes I do none. And you hear me occasionally stumble over words and I don't script. So I may go off on a little tangent here or there. That'll happen. Uh, but in general, I guess if you're still listening to this, you probably think the level of quality is okay. Now you yourself may or may not feel comfortable with this sort of minimalist edits approach, but I'm just saying you don't have to be perfect to get it done. And if you can just speak to an episode, perhaps even in just in a single take, and again, it won't be perfect, but if, if, if it's good enough, that might be okay. And if it reflects your personality, it's not hard to listen to. It just seems like someone's having a conversation with you. That may actually even be nicer for your audience than something that's super polished. Having said that, I use GarageBand to record. It's actually extremely easy to use and it's very easy to edit if you want. So you could probably watch you know, a short tutorial on that. But again, you don't need that to launch. Um, there's another platform that I recommend called alitu.com. It's A-L-I-T-U.com. And I'll put that also in the show notes. It's sort of a modular drag and drop editing platform for podcasts. So you can record directly into it. So you can sort of, you know, just through your computer mic or whatever mic you have, you can record your podcast right into Alitu. And then you can upload your intro and, you know, sort of stitch it to your main file and stitch it to your outro. You can do this in GarageBand as well, but Alitu is also very easy. You can edit out errors within that platform too. And you can publish from Alitu directly to Buzzsprout. And then the rest is the exact same as what I just said. It will go syndicated to all the major player directories at the time, the date and time that you have scheduled for it to be published. Now, if you have your own website already, you can embed the episode uh, on your website in just a couple of clicks. Buzzsprout generates the code for you. It's super, super easy to do. If you don't have a website already, now you do because Buzzsprout gives you, gives your show its own website and you can customize the appearance and all kinds of things. Um, if you have your own website, you can also essentially deactivate the Buzzsprout website by hiding it from search engines so that, and that's good to do so that people will find your podcast in the major player directories and on your website, your primary website, which you want people to come to, presumably because you have other content there. Obviously, once you have some episodes live, you're going to want to share them across social media. Both Buzzsprout and Alitu have these pretty nice ways of generating snippets of audio files or even little video files, which are suitable for Instagram or Facebook stories. And you can link back to your website if you have your podcast embedded there or to Buzzsprout's webpage uh, for your show. So that's it. You need about 15 minutes to do these five things. You need a name. You need a description of your show. You need a little piece of cover art that does not have to be fancy. You need a basic recording device and you need a podcast host like Buzzsprout and you just sign up. So the rest of what's in here is, is bonus. I mean, you can do the transcription, do the social media sharing. You can do all kinds of stuff with your website, but in order to get your podcast up and existing, it doesn't have to be perfect, doesn't have to be professional, doesn't have to be the best, and you can always evolve from there. But just to get out there and get started, you just need those five things, and you really only need a few minutes to execute. So I hope that that helps you to feel both confident and motivated that you can launch a podcast, and I encourage you to get started. Now you know exactly why I launched my podcast why I recommend you do as well. And in fact, if you're going to be launching anything, a podcast is probably the best thing as opposed to a YouTube channel, a blog, certainly not something that's shiny new like TikTok, right? You will get much more bang for your buck with a podcast. 
And when you do, when you launch, be sure to share it on social media so people can start listening to your show and be sure to tag me so I can come check it out because I absolutely will. So go forth, make a podcast and let me know how it goes. Thanks for joining me on this episode of The Career Prescription. Be sure to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you're using to listen today, and definitely send me those questions so I can answer them and give you a shout out on a future episode. Bye for now. (music) 